Hey, it's the James and Kim podcast. James Howard, Kim Carson here with you. Today, we've got some really cool subjects. We hope you'll stick around through the entire podcast, which, by the way, we appreciate you listening. Like us, subscribe to us, interact with us on our social media pages as well. It's the James and Kim cast. All right. So the importance of supporting local bands and orchestra programs. That's one thing we're going to be talking about the next few minutes. Also, think about this for a second. Our most stressed out body part. And yes, we'll hear from Paul McCartney. On, on this edition of uh, the James and Kim cast. But first, we want to thank our wonderful sponsor, EPB. Thank you, EPB. That's right. They are the fastest internet around and the best value in town at only $67.99 a month. And it's only from our friends at EPB. All right. So it's the month of August. It's back to school time. It, it's back to school month. And the number one thing parents are excited for this time of year Time away from their kids. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, I feel so guilty saying that, but it's just it, it's just true. It's, it's, it's something about uh, spending time with your kids, obviously, and you want to cherish those moments. But when they get back into school, you can almost kind of take a, a, a deep breath and just go, oh, okay. All right, 2.15 or 3.45, whatever time they, you're supposed to pick them up or they get off the bus – uh, that that's when you can go. Okay, I'm I'm ready to spend more time with my child. You know what I think it is? It's routine. Getting into routine kind of helps all of us, and and sometimes you lose that structure in the summer. So, when it's flip flopped, what kids miss the most, it's uh, it's their friends. I was talking to Lucy, and I said, "Are you looking forward to heading back into school?" And she said. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the math or the English or the history. She said, Dad, I do kind of miss my friends. Now, they have gotten together with some friends, you know, over the summer, so it hadn't been all that bad. But uh, anyway, Lucy's in, oh, my gosh, she's in seventh grade this year. (laughs) Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, 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 seventh grade. Seventh grade. gracious. I've got one starting high school. High school. I know. How did that happen? I know. And he's got to go in because he's going to a new school and make all new friends. So it just... You know, you just have high hopes that things are going to go well and be a good fit. It just uh, seemed like it was, gosh, two minutes ago when you introduced me to your son. And (laughs) he goes, nice meeting you, Mr. Howard. And he knocked me in the you-know-where. And I just go, hey! (laughs) Holden was was turning four or five years old, and he was the most energetic child. He ran back. impulsive child. I don't think I've ever mentioned this on a podcast or a a in radio, life, a, in a real life, pro- broadcast. <laughs> no, I, but yeah, he no. Yeah, and, and your son has has matured, and he's he's a young man, and he's a high schooler, and he's done well. You've done well as a mom, <laughs> but I will never forget that. I go, well, nice meeting you, Holden, and I mean, he reared back and hit me where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Woo! All right. Uh, uh, so hey, if you're heading back to school anytime soon, it's going to be okay, uh, kids. You, you're going to have a you're going to have a good school year. Parents, <laughs> hang in there. Now. I'm also I also think about the times, and I'm just a sentimental kind of guy anyway. But the time when my girls, when it was the first time dropping them off at school, where they were there for several hours, and that's tough for a lot of parents. It is emotional, like with preschool or kindergarten. So yeah, it is. It is. Oh my goodness. So with that being said, let's talk about our most stressed body part. And this is uh, this is the, the most stressed out body part for 2021. 
we're, you know, we're halfway through. A little, a little. We, oh, I, I guess we've we've made it over the hump. So we've got less than what? Help me out with the math. What? Less than six months in the year. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So it's it's already been. Um Somewhat stressful year. 2020 was extremely stressful as well. So I think we get that overflow. And it it has made our body parts. um, It's made me a little grayer for sure. But it has stressed us out. So what's your most stressed out body part? My eyes. I can feel it day in and day out working working on a computer. Do you have those those, um, computer glasses? Do you wear those computer glasses? blue ones? Yes, at times I do. Does it relieve... The, and the stress. It, seems, it seems to help, but here again, we're just every day, uh, eight, nine hours a day on the computer. It takes it oh Yeah, a lot of sunny listeners said their eyes. Well, I work at a hospital, so we have to wear the mask every day. Mm. And my most stressed body part is my eyes because I can't see with my glasses fog up. I so feel for you. But I can't stand when my my sunglasses fog up. It's so frustrating. Yes, and it's hard to breathe too. So another body part's probably going to be lungs. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. With so many people staring at screens and working from home, this totally makes sense. Right, right. I didn't get to work from home any, but yeah, I bet but you. I, I say it affects my sight, my hearing, my smell. It affects everything. I hate those masks. Yeah. Yes, I know it. <laughs> I've always felt for those who have to wear the mask on an eight-hour shift, 12-hour shift constantly. Oh, my gosh, yes. You know what? And I'm surprised no one mentioned this. My ears get if – I, if I've had my mask on longer than like two hours, mm-hmm. my ears get all like weirded out. You're wearing too tight of a mask. I know. I know. And I Yeah, thanks for letting me know that. <laughs> well, you know, just here to help and be a blessing. No, I read that in your eyes that you were going to say something about my big mouth. Well, if the mask fits or doesn't. <laughs> Have you ever done eye exercises? No, but it was funny when you led some of our listeners in eye exercises one morning. Do this exercise with me real quick with your eyes. Go look, look to the left. Tell me when you're doing it. Like, look to the left. Okay. Okay, there you go. Look as far as you can. Don't move your head. Just move your eyeballs. Look to the right. Okay. Yes. And then move, go up. Okay. Okay, and then go down. All right. Okay, blink five times. Be careful if you're driving. You better not be driving. Okay. Okay, all right. Paul McCartney, you know, from the Beatles. Right. He does eye yoga every single day. What it is is you yeah. head still and then you just look up as far as you can. One, two, three, and then go back to the middle. Then down, one, two, three, and back to the middle. And then turn you go to the left, to the right. You do three lots of that. Now you do the diagonals. And then you go into the middle, crossing <laughs> like your eyes. Three sets of that. And then even weirder, then you roll your eyes right around in a circle. Yeah. And then the last thing is you do, you look at a distant object, and then you look at the lines on your hand. So you pull focus. Your eyes are muscles, whereas your ears aren't. So you can't, like, exercise your ears. Yeah. But your eyes, you can. So Paul McCartney is, like, 78? 78 years old. And he's never had eye problems at all. So that says a lot. 
Yeah, it kind of leads me to think it works. (laughs) (laughs) All right, James, who did you speak to the other day about the importance of orchestras and bands in school? So I talked to Scott Lehman with Eastman and band director of the entire Hamilton County school system. His name is Drew Daniels. And we'll we'll get to just a little snippet of, of that conversation just in here in just a few minutes. Did you play a band instrument? No, but I was heavily involved with theater and swing choir and and choir Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I played the snare drum in sixth grade. And through the years, I've tried to pick up, you know, guitar and uh, piano. Violin. Violin. That's right. I was trying to think. There's some instruments I just try to put out of my memory. (laughs) But, but yeah, we had this great conversation about the importance of supporting local bands and orchestra programs. And I I loved how Scott and Drew just really encouraged 6th, 7th, 8th graders, you know, high schoolers. If they've never picked up an instrument, hey, it's never too late. So I've got a note here. That that we want to make sure that we, we tell our listeners that the Hamilton County Board of Education passed a budget that all school-owned instruments can be sanitized at, at Giant Steps Music. Now, t- tell me about this, Drew or, or Scott. So the, the school board, uh, I, every time I talk about it, I get a little bit worked up because um, – you know, the, the federal government and the state government are, are funneling down ESSER grants to help things get back on their feet. And as we talked about, you know, your your, your band, your orchestras are, are struggling with that. And a lot of times you got kids that come in and they can't, they can't get an instrument um, due to extenuating circumstances. And so we have limited inventories at our schools where we can help kids use instruments or like the bigger stuff that, that kids can't get or cart around. We, we've got inventory to help with that. And the central office uh, with Dr. Johnson and the school board um, were just so, so adamant that we find ways to help support because all of these instruments have to be cleaned and sanitized per COVID policies. Mm-hmm. You can't give one kid a tube and then turn around and give it to another kid this time sure. of year because it's been used. Right. Um, and the school board uh, re- uh, passed a measure to give all of us, all of the instrumental programs, um, a portion of money to help work towards getting everything clean. And, and it was so generous. And, and uh, it sounds like hyperbole, but it was a game changer mm. in what we're doing, especially after the last year. And yeah, just a tremendous, like, earth-shattering thing that they did, and all of the directors were just floored by it. It's amazing, and it's the reason, it's one of the reasons that a lot of us are able to stay afloat going into this next year. Wow. So, gentlemen, we, we've got two minutes left on issues for this weekend, and uh, I just really want to give you each, uh, Drew, uh, 60 seconds, and, and you, Scott, uh, 60 seconds. I don't know if Scott can do it in 60 seconds or less, but uh, <laughs> but put it out there. Just just put a plea out there for, for people to continue and, and tell us once again uh, everything that you want us to know about the importance of supporting um, the local school bands and orchestra programs. Scott, I'll start with you. Yeah, to, 
piggyback on what Drew said, I mean, with the funding that the Hamilton County Board of Education uh, granted for all these instruments to be sanitized, you know, that should be a peace of mind to a parent that it's safe to be in the ban orchestra programs. Um, you know, there's still time if your child has not decided and wanted to, to be in band orchestra, any of our uh, band directors in the area are wholeheartedly will accept you to be in the band. There is no audition. Um, this is a time that they can still come in at registration and come in and talk to uh, those teachers and, um, you know, look around, take a tour of the band room and the orchestra room. I mean, they're there. They want you to be in the program and, um, you know, this was a time that we didn't get to have that in-person recruiting in the spring. Um, some did and some didn't. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're just we're just wanted to thank you, James, for one, to having us on your program and, um, you know, making this plea that, you know, band is still here. We need your support. Parents, you know, I, we still run into people that go, yeah, I played the flute so many years ago. Sure. And it's like, you know, you can play a musical instrument. And, you know, until you're 85, 90 years old, I mean, people still do. Sure. So uh, we we welcome all students. We just uh, appreciate this opportunity to be on your show. And, Absolutely. Um, so there, I, I, I did I hit 60 seconds? You, I think I did. Hey, Drew, he, he stole six seconds of your time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, you've got you've got the last words, my friend. <laughs> so, I, I would I would say that um, your your children, as they're going into middle school, as they're going up to high school, they have an opportunity um, to have an experience that will literally save them a lifetime, like what Scott said. Um, I always think about a guy that I was in community band with years and years ago um, who had went to the University of Tennessee at Knoxville. He was an engineer, retired, um, smart man. He was 90-some-odd years old, and he sat back in the percussion section with me, and I struggled to keep up with his playing sometimes. (laughs) Um, But I always think about the fact that that started when he was in middle school, Mm. Um, something that he carried with him through his entire life. And I get, I get asked a lot of questions, you know, well, we don't, I can't even, I, I need 10 minutes to dial in my radio station. There, there is no need for any kind of experience. You don't have to have had lessons. You don't have to know anything about this to do it. Um, that's our job is to, to, to show those kids what this can be and get them playing music. Um, and, and people worry about doing other activities and, I play sports and all that. In middle school, we want you to do those things. We want you to do band and do sports and do beta club and do uh, chess club and whatever. Um, but this band and orchestra experience is is something that stays with kids for an entire lifetime. And there is just nothing that compares to it. So I, I encourage all of you to go find out who your middle school band person is or orchestra person is and call them up or, or see them at registration, send them an email, say, how do we get in? Because it's never too late to do that. Um, and it's really just something that, that will grow your, your children for a lifetime. It is life-changing for sure. Drew Daniels and uh, Scott Lehman, thank you so much for joining me on Issues Chattanooga. Thank you, gentlemen.
Thank you, Thank James. You. Yeah, I appreciate you. You bet. I love the quote, music is a moral law. It gives soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and charm to life and to everything. Ugh. Keep supporting our local school bands and orchestra programs. That's all the time. That's an incredible quote, James. I love that. Well, it's, funny. You... Well, it's funny because at the end of the show, they go, when we were off the air, they said, did that come from a fortune cookie? Oh, my gosh, you're <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> hey, listen, before we go, we want to thank our sponsors at EPB Fiber Optics. We do appreciate them. Where else can you get 1,000 megabits for only sixty-seven ninety-nine a month? Only from our friends at EPB. Okay. That's going <laughs> to... On that note, fortune cookie, let's yeah. go. And on that note, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for our podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tell your friends about the James and Kim cast. And remember, you can catch us every single morning at Sunny 92.3 here in Chattanooga or online at Sunny923.com. And by the way, catch our radio show because we're always giving away really, really cool prizes like Sokia Mountain Water Passes and Dollywood passes. Chattanooga lookouts tickets. Red Wolves tickets. We're, Do the Red Wolves. Ready? Oh. oh that's right. Go Chattanooga <laughs> Red Wolves. We're giving away uh, iPads and Chromebooks and, and cash for back to school. So, yeah, tune in to Sunday 92.3. Have a great day. So long. So long.